Lord positions us for what is ahead as a church. Galatians 4.4 is my text today, and uh, we have referred to it for the last three or four weeks, and I will read it to you now. Um, It says, But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law. And the theme that we have been uh, working with uh, this, uh, l- this last many weeks is that God uh, does things in a set and in a particular or a specific time that he draws out and that we are simply to be the right person in the right place at the right time. And I just want to submit to you this morning that the word says that Jesus came at the appointed or at the set time. The time that God had prescribed, he released Jesus into the earth. And uh, he released Jesus into the earth to be the savior of the world. And if you read scripture, you'll understand that Father, Son, and Holy Spirit had a conversation together probably before uh, Adam and Eve were even created, that, that they were going to give mankind the opportunity to walk with God and to worship God. But that unless, uh, that, but on the off chance, I think God knew what was going to happen, but on the off chance, that they failed in their relationship with him. They were going to, God said, we'll send a spotless lamb, a savior. And Jesus had committed that he would come and he would be that spotless lamb. So when the set time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, What we've been discovering is that throughout the Old Testament and uh, throughout Scripture, really, there is in the lives of many individuals a set time. I'm going to submit to you that in the life of Jesus, there were many such occasions that were set times where, uh, where Jesus arrived on the earth at exactly the right moment. Jesus uh, was growing up as a young boy. He arrived at the temple at just the right moment. And he began to speak uh, mysteries and to be, began to speak his understanding of who God was. And it began to challenge even the religious leaders of his day when he was just a boy. They sat there and they looked at him and they were amazed. I believe that was an appointed time by God. That Jesus arrived at the temple and he, oh, at the appointed time, he turned water into wine. And at the set time, he walked on water. And at the set time, at the appropriate time, he opened the eyes of the blind. And he healed the leper. And he caused the lame to walk. At the appropriate time, at the time that God planned, there was one man that he healed in particular, and they were asking him, well, did he, was he sick because, or was he facing the challenges that he was facing because he sinned or because he did something wrong? And Jesus said, no, his situation was the way that it was just so that all things could be fulfilled. That in the life of that individual, there was a set time. We've been discovering that that throughout Scripture, those whose name is in bold and and those whom whom we remember, uh, that that their names ring out to us, uh, people like David and Esther and and, uh, Gideon and all of these uh, uh, historical Old Testament 
Folks, we've been discovering that in their lives, for them to be who they needed to be and for them to be where they needed to be at the time that they needed to be there, that there were other individuals in their lives whose names we did not learn. But, because, but, but for those people to be where they were supposed to be, the people that were around them where, where they were supposed to be doing what they were supposed to be doing, being who God had designed them to be. Just such an individual in the case of Jesus was his mother Mary. I'm really marvel at the life of this woman, and I wonder because she was a very young uh, lady, and when the, when the uh, angel appeared to her and told her that uh, she was going to bear a child and she was to call his name Jesus, and all of this discussion happened, what, what kind of woman was it that uh, in a culture where women who, uh, who were found to be with child that didn't have a husband were in the danger of being stoned? What kind of individual is able to say to the Spirit of God, be it unto me according to your word? Let it be so exactly as you described to me. I submit to you that Mary had a father and a mother who had faith in God. Their names are not even entered in there. We don't know anything about them, any details about their life, but somebody had lived a life of faith in front of that young woman so that she was positioned in the right place at the right time so that at the moment that that the angel of the Lord appeared into her and to begin to talk to her about her future, she was able to say yes and cast herself on the care of the Lord and trust God to do whatever he needed to do in and through her to fulfill his purposes in the earth. So I've often said, uh, that, uh, that, uh, told you about the Lord and I having little arguments when, when I realized he was calling me into ministry, and I said, Lord, I don't want to do anything public. I said, just, I'd love to do things behind the scenes. No one needs to know my name. I just want them to know your name, Jesus. And the Lord said, don't worry about it. Just go do what I called you to do. But I submit to you that God has brought you to the earth at just exactly the right time. I don't think you were born a day early. I don't think you were born a day late. I don't think you were particularly born in perfect circumstances. Jesus certainly wasn't. But I believe you arrived in the earth at exactly the moment that God wanted you here so that he could have you in exactly the place he needed you to be, so that he could produce in and through your life some of those times and seasons that, that the Holy Spirit would say later, you know, when the fullness of time came, when the set time arrived, I was able to move in the life of this individual or in the life of that individual and accomplish great things. So I challenge you today to realize that you're not sitting in Church of Living Water by mistake. And you're not hearing this word from the Lord uh, by accident. But the Lord is challenging you today to understand, I believe today is the fullness of time for your life. I believe today is the set time by the Holy Spirit that you would come and that you would see a broad expression of of, uh, the value of faith and and community in Christ. That you would come today and you would stand here and you would see our young people get up and talk about how their life in this house has changed them. That you would stand here today and you would see uh, these people uh, share uh, at all different levels of faith uh, the story of Jesus and the value of faith in God and, and what 
Jesus has come to do in the earth. I believe this is the set time for you. There are some of you that are sitting here this morning and you've walked with God for many years and the passion that is in your heart toward him still burns today brighter than it did in the beginning. I find that's true in, in the case of pursuing God that if you, are, if you are truly pursuing him and if you are truly running after him, you love him more, you'll love him more tomorrow than you do today. You'll see uh, greater things in him tomorrow than you see today. You will always look toward greater things tomorrow than, than what you have in God today. As you deepen your experience in him, as you know his word, as you learn to pray and hear his voice, that there will be this uh, magnificent process in your life that causes you to love Jesus more uh, tomorrow than you do today. I thought I loved my wife when I married her. And I did. But oh my Lord, after all of these years, I love her more than I ever did. That's how God designed our experience with him to be. That you would love him more tomorrow than you do today. But then there are some of you that are sitting here and, uh, and you've had some struggles and you've not had a, a strong root in the things of God and when the wind came and blew against you or life threw things at you, you've wondered where God is and, and you haven't been able to be consistent in your relationship with him uh, the, and, and the challenges of life as, as you've walked toward him seem to knock you down and you feel like you've gone two steps forward and, and three steps back. I'm telling you today, uh, let me give you the word of the Lord. This is the fullness of time. This is the set time that God is coming to you and he's saying to you, let me change your life. Let me put a foundation under your step so that whenever life comes and blows against you at your house and whenever difficulty comes, it doesn't bowl you over. What a phenomenal idea. That when difficulty comes, it only causes you to run to the feet of Jesus and say, hey, Lord, there's some trouble going on around me. I know you're aware of it, but I'd like to have a conversation with you about it. And you'll find the Holy Spirit saying, oh, I've waited for you to come to me when trouble comes. I've waited for you to come to me in difficulty, but I've also waited for you to come to me when everything is good. The difficulty in our culture is that when, everything, when things are difficult, we run to Jesus, and then whenever they all get smoothed out and things begin to go, well, we back off. So God has to let some little bumps rise in the road so that we remember who our Redeemer is and we come running again until we grow and mature in our walk with him and, and we come to the place that we say, it doesn't matter if it's bumpy or if it's smooth. The apostle, Paul said, I've, I've learned if it's difficult, if I, the, the word he used in, in the old King James is if I am abased, if I'm knocked down, if I'm knocked down, right. or if I'm abounding and flourishing, no matter what, I found in him a contentment, a rest, a place to relax and be strengthened. You know what he was saying? Trouble's not going to make me run away from God. Trouble's going to push me to him. Good times aren't going to make me pull back from God. Good times are going to push me to a relationship with him. I submit to you that this is the set time. 
And I challenge you this morning that wherever you find yourself in a relationship with God or maybe in no relationship with him, it's very simple today for you to come from a place of no relationship with God as you walk through the door this morning to be able to leave here with a relationship with God. It's a very simple process. The only process is you saying, God, let's start out on that relationship that Pastor Anthony's talking about. Can we do that? Can I come to you and have a relationship with you? Can I invite you to participate in my life and and to change my life? And to teach me to walk with you and talk with you? Can you forgive me? I realize that you're the Savior of the world. I already know that here, and now I'm going to express it from here. Did you come into my heart, change my life? That's all you have to do. That's it. It's done. If that prayer is prayed in faith toward God and you're sincere when you say, Jesus, come and, and be a participant in my life, get, be active in what's going on around me, he comes. With faithfulness, he comes. Today is a set time. The fullness of time has come in your life. There's been some people around you that have been uh, motivating you, maybe through trouble, maybe through difficulty, maybe through kind words, I don't know. Whatever it's taken for God to get you here in this moment, it's because he wanted to say to you, the fullness of time has come in your life and it's time for you and I to be involved with each other at a new level. It's time for you to invite me in to be the Savior. Or if you've just known him and you've just been kind of walking far off from him, uh, I, I believe when John shared that little bit of word that, you know, there's, there's trouble on the earth. Our leaders aren't quite sure what they're doing. That the word, the trumpet was being sounded. Walk with Jesus. Come and follow me, Jesus said. So you have this great invitation today from the Lord. You've seen it expressed at all levels today. You've seen it expressed in in adults and and in children. You've seen it expressed generationally through rap and then and, and then uh, almost Sandy Patty saying and uh, you know you've just seen it at every level and every expression. The gift and the value of the gospel, and the good news of Jesus Christ. And the wonderful thing is, we're not sad. People going to heaven, we're happy. We're having a blast. If you've been around people that are sad about their relationship with Jesus, you're in the wrong house. Just come on to this one. We're having a hilarious time walking with Jesus, loving Jesus, and having him love us. So I just submit to you today, the set time has come. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask uh, the prayer teams to come this morning and, and as we kind of conclude our day, they're going to be right up here. These people are people of faith. They're normal people. Uh, they're average, everyday people. They're, they, they are exceptional people, but they're exceptional because Jesus has been deposited in them and they've let him uh, become the head of their life. And they know how to lead you in prayer. So if you're here today and you want to receive Jesus and you say, this is a set time for me, man. My life's changing today. Or if you're here and and you've been walking far from the Lord and and this is just kind of a wake-up call and a moment in God where he's saying, I want you to come closer to me. If you're here today and you're facing financial challenges or you're sick or, or, or you're facing difficulty in relationships, I believe prayer is never inappropriate. 
Am I in a Pentecostal church or what? I, I believe prayer is never inappropriate. Prayer is always appropriate. And so it would just be a, a sorrowful thing if you were to leave here the way you came. When God is waiting to bring change and transition and, and healing and, and restoration and provision and, and all of those wonderful things. Salvation. So the prayer teams will be waiting for you as we conclude. And they will enter in with you to this appointed time. By faith. And ask Jesus to come and move in your situation. And he will. Let's stand together. Hallelujah.